But what's going on with you, Brad? Anything, anything new? Um, God, nothing worth talking about. I mean, nothing worth <laughs> like, well, no, I mean, no, I know. just work, boring work lot, shit. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say that online. Never mind. Um, we'll talk about that later. Your girlfriend gave you anal finally. Yeah, she did. It was great. <laughs> she pegged me very good. <laughs> On this episode of the Bourbon Hunters, Dude, Brett, and Tyler do a blind challenge between Luxro and Old Elk's weeded and rye-based bourbons. Keep listening to see who wins the evening. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor, Unicorn Nation Apparel. Magical apparel for magical people. Go to their website at www.unicornnationapparel.com or check out the link in our bio for some amazing Bourbon Hunters exclusive bourbon shirts provided by Unicorn Nation Apparel. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us on our hunt for great bourbon. Reward yourself and sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Bourbon Hunters. I am Duke Pool. I'm joined by Brett Bryan and Tyler Schaefer. And uh, tonight we are doing a blind. We've got two different brands that we're blinding against each other. Okay. So it's two brands, uh, and we're doing two bourbons from each brand against each other. Now, do we know if these are single barrels, or are you letting us know anything? I'm not going to let you know anything. Okay. I will say that they are all uh, barrel strength. Okay. So... Uh, we will know that going in. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and pour mine in just so that they're ready to go. Don't confuse yours anywhere, so maybe put your uh, glasses <clears throat> or your yeah, vials behind one, two, three, them or something. Four. I have done that. I know. So Many of a time. So leave your vial behind it. That way. I'll never forget, Tyler, when we did the... Uh, Oh, it's not, the blinds. Well, no, it was the Christmas the, thing. The Christmas one, and you took all the caps off to let them breathe. <laughs> oh, that's and mixed right. up the caps. <laughs> I forgot about that. Now that I've got these, this label maker, that shouldn't be a problem anymore. That's the only thing I didn't like about having to write on the caps, is because then you could you couldn't reuse them, like not for writing anyway. Right. And this label maker, these vinyl labels, I've taken them through the dishwasher, and and they're fine. Yeah, these are nice labels. But they're laminated, uh, like vinyl label maker <clears throat> labels or something. I don't know, some label specific thing. <clears throat> so, as I mentioned, we've got uh, four different bourbons divided up between two different brands, and I'll explain it at the end. But we're going head to head in a certain way, and I'll explain that at the end. So, um, we're going to go one, two, three, four. And keep it in that order. And then uh, I'll reveal them at the end once we're done. Um, but I will say it's one versus two and three versus four. Fair enough. Interesting. Interesting. <clears throat> so I'll give you that uh, so you can at least kind of keep them in mind that way. And then uh, we'll check them out at the end and, I'll, and it, it should all come clear at that point. So, uh, Tyler, what have you been up to? You haven't been on the episodes for a, a minute. I think I was on well, last week. We recorded one in between them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, we, you. Yeah. We did a sure. quickie on Saturday. That sounds weird. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds just right. Sounds, sounds, sounds normal for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we're both bald and. Uh, well, I was. 
solo dolo uh, this weekend with Carter. <clears throat> and so that was uh, that was a first for me, um, especially with daylight savings time. I thought it was going to be a disaster, but it actually it turned out fine. Um, cool. Just a long weekend. Does he wake up a lot during the night or is he a pretty chill baby? No. Or? That's cool. He's pretty chill. Until yeah. he wakes up. <laughs> yeah. Until he wakes up. But um, it, it was actually kind of nice. Um, I had plans for uh, Brent Heath to come hang out with us. And Heath, like, Saturday morning was just like, I'm, I'm super, uh, I'm super bored. And I told him, like, I was like, yeah, well, during one of Carter's naps, I have to go rake. He was just like, can I come over and rake? I'm like, <laughs> fuck yeah, you can come rake leaves. I was like, sure. Do and I, he was just like, I just don't have trees and I just miss the manual labor. <laughs> and so, oh yeah, they live like, downtown now, we don't they? Outside. What'd you say? I said they live downtown now, don't they? Yeah. And they just don't have a tree in their backyard. And so he was just like, yeah, I want to come over. And I'm like, all right. And uh, he brought Bodie. And this is the first time that Carl got to meet him. So they, they ran around outside probably breaking the leaves. Honestly, it was like six bags in the backyard. Probably took 30 minutes That's not for bad. the two of us. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Jealous. Um, and I fucking hate raking leaves. Like I fucking hate it. Trina loves it. Well, tell her to come to oh, my I house because I fill up about thirty-five bags well, of she mulched may not like leaves. It that much, but she does every enjoy yeah. fucking year. Like we have a group that comes through because we live in a condo, that, and and they do it for us. But she gets upset because they don't come as soon as she wants them to. Oh, uh, yeah. So but they it. usually wait until all the leaves have fallen. So, yeah. that, you know, because otherwise, what's the point? But I like to get them before they're wet and soggy, yeah, too. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. And so I, I made that mistake last year, and it <laughs> rained for, like, two straight weeks, and you couldn't pick the leaves up because they were, like, fucking soaking. And it actually killed off a lot of my grass mm-hmm. uh, because of that. And I have two or three big trees in the back. And so, like, I was just – so this year, like, when I had a dry day, like, you know, I got them up. Um, and mind you, like I already have a shit ton of leaves in the backyard three days later, but at least it's not all of those. Like I'll probably have another six bags to do for sure. Yeah. But obviously I never have that many bags to pick up. It's like, it's like one big bag, like a trash uh, yard trash bag. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. it. And then we put it in our trash. So we usually oh, do it on Sunday. Nice. And the nice thing about that is, is that our trash comes on Tuesday. So we put our trash out on Monday. Yeah. So it doesn't nice. have to like you know, sit anywhere. So that's nice. Oh yeah. All right. Let's, let's uh, hop into this first one here. So number one, numero uno, what do you guys get on the nose for this one? God, I'm getting nose. Sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting some, definitely some sweetness. Um, some good sweetness. Uh, this is more along the line of, you know, brown sugar, caramel, vanilla, your typical bourbon smells to me. It's the caramel for me as well. Yeah, um, I'm almost there's like maybe a, a slight hint of toffee. Yeah, I'm getting like a brown butter type of... Uh, I was yeah. going to say a buttery note for yeah. sure. God, this is exciting. My nose is back a little bit. It's not 100% back, but it's it's getting there. We're back! <laughs> <laughs> Just when I thought I was out. All right. Yeah, that's not bad. What do you guys... Uh, you want to dive into yeah, this Yeah. I poured them appropriately so I can... Uh, safely walk upstairs. <laughs> mm. 
there's some ethanol on that. I don't know if it's the first drink. Yeah, why. yeah, it's my first one of the day, but it, but it's definitely got a buttery tongue feel. I like. Um, yeah, good mouthfeel. Um, solid finish too. Yeah, the the it ethanol doesn't really go with it, but it has a solid finish. Yeah, did uh, did you get a little ethanol at the beginning too? <clears throat> yes, on the front for sure. In the back, not not as much. Yeah, I wonder if it's that like visceral first, first drink, drink no day. primer. Yeah, it could be, yeah, because I didn't have anything before. So I uh, primed with a swig of the uh, Russell's Reserve, which, by the <laughs> way, I probably only have twenty percent left of it. Damn! So that one sold out. The one that you said you didn't like at first. Yeah. And are you liking it now? Um. So I've kind of flipped my opinion in the sense that, like, you can't really tell that it's a 110 proof. Like, some people love that fact. Like, I actually kind of don't love that fact. Like, I want to be able to tell, you know, it's a you know like our, our pick of bur- the bourbon hunters, right? Yeah. Like, you can tell that's got some heat to it. And that's what I, I kind but of like still, that. But it's still drink smooth. Um, yes, and then all of a sudden, like two or three drinks later, you're like on your ass. <laughs> um, so uh, it's definitely caught me off guard. <clears throat> I think like the second time I was drinking it, it's good. Um, all right, so I just real quick, are you normally a Russell's fan? I don't, I haven't had a lot of it, so that's why I wonder if how I he, love Russell's. Yeah, so I love Russell's too. I like the pick. I liked it a lot, and did you you had it the other night too? Right? I tried all three of them, um, and you liked all three, right? I liked them all. I think I liked the um, Kentucky Spirit better than the Russells. Okay, it was close, but I think, I, and it's still available. I'm thinking of, of jumping online and buying one. Yeah, getting, um, getting on the line. Is it? Yeah, I looked. Well, as of a day or so ago, it was because that Taconic is still on there, and I fucking loved that Taconic. It's good. The Taconic's good. I liked did you get it. a Taconic? <clears throat> No. Oh, okay. that's what I ended up buying because no. I know no, I can get the 80, other two. Eighty-five dollars. I know. Well, Brett, if you get another one, we'll split shipping. Okay. Um, I might do a Kentucky Spirit just because. I don't um, have a Kentucky Spirit, and I would like to have one. And you yeah, didn't get I one at the one. district that I one know. Time. I know. I passed up on it that one time. Yeah. Um. It's like it's it's I I have one that was a pick. Or, or not a store pick, but it was a um, just a uh, uh, distillery release um, from when we went. Actually, no, this one I have because I, I gave my brother-in-law the distillery pick. This one is the um, Westport whiskey uh, one. Westport, yes, yeah. it's a Westport pick. I finished my um, Westport pick. I've still got the distillery pick. I haven't opened it yet because it has that yeah. autograph on it. Um, yeah. All right. So, what do you guys think of this one overall? Like, now that you so the a- second drink, there wasn't as much ethanol, but I feel like there's some rye in there. Like, I don't know. This is a higher rye mash bill. Um, Definitely on this. I I totally agree. Like on the back, second sip in, you're getting a little bit more spice flavor yeah. to it. I like that. I like that a lot. Good. Um, I think you'll like all four of these, to be honest, just like we always do. But I think that you're going to be, I think, pleasantly surprised when you see what these are. Um, Have we, you're not going to give us hints to whether we've had these or haven't? No, not at all. To be honest, I don't even know if you have or haven't, so I couldn't give you hints if I wanted to. Tyler, we were talking about this on Saturday. Do you have a Luxco 12-year 
or no? No. Okay. Oh, you never no. got that? <clears throat> no. We're trying to do an episode where we had like three different ones and do a, a sampling of those. Three. Maybe we'll have to do it after this, this next trip and we'll go there. I'm probably going to pick up another one. Yeah. Cause I, I yeah. love that. It's uh, I'm surprised you don't have that Tyler. It's good. It really is. I've had, two I will of them probably on. get the 12 for myself and get the blood oath for a buddy or something. I don't know if it's even available. I don't even know if they have any left yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um, so the Sautern this year, what did we say? It was our number two. And the I think Rum so. was number one. Rum was number one. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Carl, um, we have that, to deal with that a couple of times. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, if it gets really out of hand, just mute yourself on on your end. Um, sure. So yeah, this weekend we had uh, people over for Halloween, and I know it was the weekend after Halloween, but we had COVID and all that stuff. And I think just with uh, Faith lifting on the sick, she didn't want to do it the week before and eat a whole bunch of food and stuff, having to weigh in. So it actually worked out better for us. Um, we made just myself. I made uh, brisket chili. I made regular nice. brisket, and I made burnt ends. So nice, just all very good. And, by the way, and cornbread. I made a jalapeno. Oh cornbread. yeah, that was good too. Um, and uh, and then for the chili, the uh, AJ and Steph brought over some pepper honey to put on the cornbread. Ooh. To put on the cornbread. Very nice. And then. Um, uh, what's his head? Um, Tony brought Tony, over yeah. uh, cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls for the chili to put the chili on. That is like I've <clears> never <throat> heard of that in my life. I don't know if it's a Minnesota Iowa type thing, but holy He's, cow, it is so good. That was new to me <clears throat> last year, and I asked him, That's, and he was like, "Yeah, everyone in Iowa does this." And I was like, "What?" Well, the spiciness of that and the sweetness of the cor- it's almost like my cornbread. <clears throat> I make a really uh, sweet cornbread because I actually don't just do a cornbread mix. I actually take cornbread mix, use cake mix. And then uh, add in a third of a cup of sugar. Mm-hmm. And then I make it according to the cornbread directions. And then I also chopped up jalapenos, put those in there as well. So you get the sweet and a little bit of spiciness in the cornbread. But then you yeah. you eat that. I What I usually do is cut out a square of the cornbread, put it in my bowl, then pour the chili on it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You can do cream corn, too, in there. And so that's really good. The the sweetness of the cream yeah. corn and it makes I've heard it, pe- and then it's chunky too. I've heard yeah, that it's too. good. Does anyone like? Does anyone else like you know cream corn? As I do. Aside, there's there's not very it. many corns that I don't like. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's not something I I go out of my way to buy very often, but I do like cream corn. Is it? Bill? I usually put it on like mashed potatoes or something though. Yeah, is it Bill Hicks that had the joke about? Uh, no, it couldn't. It couldn't be Bill Hicks. Who was the Who was the really dry guy that died? Who was uh, bald and he had a really uh, dry sense of humor, and it was just one liners the entire time. Oh, um, <clears throat> not Rodney Dangerfield. No, 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 no. no more like nineties. He was big in the nineties, and then he overdosed on something, died. But um, God, I can't remember. But anyway, he had a joke about corn on the cob, and he's like, "Why do we call it corn on the cob?" Oh, Mitch Hedberg. Mm. And he goes, they don't call me Mitch altogether. <laughs> he's like, that's how it comes. Why do we call it? It should just be corn. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> but that was his joke. It was pretty funny. Anyway, so yeah, we had, uh, you know, probably 12 people over, I'd say, right around there. Mm-hmm. And okay. um, it was pretty fun. I mean, it was just laid back. We <clears throat> sat and watched football, drank some bourbon out of the room, and um, everyone was just talking and hanging out. Really nothing special. We didn't get to any games or anything. We just... Nice. Eight and drink. Um, <laughs> we want to dive into number two? Yeah, let's do it. Number two. 
All right. So number two is (laughs) hopefully it works for all of us, but number two is directly up against number one. I think Mm, I might like this nose better. This is uh, very heavy on the butterscotch in the nose. I think that's why I like it. I'm not getting anything on this one. It's light. And that's the weird part about my nose. Like sometimes I'll get something and then I don't. Like five minutes later, I'll get nothing. Yeah, I'm not getting anything on this. Damn COVID. Yeah, this I like this. <clears throat> so far, I like the nose better on two than one. Yeah, I'll have to revisit the nose, see if I get something out of it, or maybe it's just faint. And my not nose you, just Tyler. Are you back. one? Um, have you taken a drink, or are you just nosed? You I took, just a, took drink. a sip. Okay. Mm. It's not my favorite on the. No, first it's sip. good, but I I like two better. All the way around? Oh, yeah. All the way around. Interesting. Mm. Something about this tongue coating on it? I thought it was a little thinner, to be honest, than the first one. Um, she said. It, <laughs> not to me. Um, so, I, it's hard to describe. It's like the flavor lasts longer, but it's not as viscous. It's definitely not as viscous. I think the more, the more I went through one, um, the more... Uh, I almost had that rye flavor come through, and that's why I tend to like it a little bit more. There's there's something very unique about this that I don't know that I've had this flavor in much else. Maybe that's why I like it. It's unique. Yeah, it is. It is very unique. So, dude, while we're kind of pondering this one, um, do we have plans on when we're starting the old holiday uh that's usually post birthday trip, right? I think so because then we can because last year it was I know people were buying stuff on the trip to use, and, oh. and we didn't necessarily know that. Like, uh, are you doing that again? The I don't. I mean, I think I'd like to, but I'd maybe like to s- switch up how we do it this this year. Mm. Um, I know. would like to have my my buddy Jimmy involved. Is uh, it the guy's house that we went to and did the? tasting yeah okay yeah Yeah, Yeah. i'm fine with that um but i also i think i want to take open it up to suggestions on how we do it this year because it was almost too much by the end the way that we had tasted some things like three or four times by that point you know what i mean yeah there's got to be a better way to do it like maybe do four uh in a night and only one you know goes through and then we don't have a double elimination that way we don't have to well what if we Wasn't the winner something that like was originally eliminated? No, no, the it winner was, was yours. It was your old Forester. It was. But it, it was, was never eliminated. No, yours was. Also, we should because I got second place. That, I think yeah, that, that old Forester one hundred. That old Forester one hundred should be eliminated. Excluded because yeah. that's won yeah. twice now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree with that. Uh, but I think what we do is we if we did four a night. And we and we um, had sixteen people. Then that would allow us to do four different nights for the first round, and then the second round would just be the finals. Four one night, four the next, or four. So you'd have five total nights, but round one, round one, round one, and round one, and then the final. Yeah, 
because the last night would yeah. be unless you wanted to break the final into two parts. But I think I just I think doing it in that way we wouldn't have to pour so much either. Yeah. Because um, we had to use so many bottles last time, like a big bottle and a little bottle. And well, we know. had to buy two fifths. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. And I think that will save us yeah. a little bit too. The most you would ever have to to drink it would be twice. And someone may be more like apt to put a better thing in there because they have to buy one bottle. Yeah. Because you know when I'm buying mine, I'm like, God, I got to buy two bottles. I don't want to buy anything right. that's too and, high end. And if we only did five total nights, <clears throat> then we could do it over like the span of two weeks instead of like every night. And we could record them, make them an ep- make them a couple episodes of the show. We could do all round yeah. one and then all round two, or like all the final round together. So I think that'd be kind of neat. Do we want to ask the same people? I, um, I, I definitely want to ask some of the same people. I, I, sure. Um, but we only had 12 people, I think, last year, right, or something? Or was it eight? I think we had eight. I, I don't have a clue. And because it was double elimination, we had to limit it to eight or something. I think we could do 16 people and uh, and then set a limit on how much the bottle, the most the bottles can be. That way people aren't feeling like they have to buy a whole bunch. Although if we're only, I mean, I guess if there's 16 people, you have to have 16 bottles filled. So you'd still have to buy two of them. But you wouldn't have to have like, I, I don't know. I, I like that idea though. Let's we'll, we'll ponder it a little more mm-hmm. offline. But I think, look, forward to our late December holiday blind challenge. We'll do that yeah. and we'll, we'll set the rules. We'll put it on our Instagram. We'll advertise it a little bit more too. So people know what's going on. So, um, all right. So <laughs> consensus one versus two. What do you guys think? One for me. I think I'm feeling two. Like I'm going to go back and take another sip of one. I'm thinking one myself, but, um, for sure. One. For okay. sure. All right. Are you revealing at the end? Yeah. Okay. Because then you'll know. If I reveal now, you'll know what the two brands are. So. Okay. And I'm <clears throat> holding off the brands until we get done. All right. So clean up your palate. We've got two more that are going to go against each other now. So we have two votes for one and a vote for two. Correct. All right. And you know what's scaring me right now, Brad, is that. This is two times in a row now I've sided with Tyler. I know. You did with Jason C. as well. I know. I, I and We were identical on mm-hmm. our palette there. And what irritated me the most about that is the one that I picked was a fucking rye. So irritated. What was that? It was the Michter's yes. barrels, oh, barrel pour. Yeah. Or you get to do your own uh, bottle fill or whatever from the Michter's experience. I was, I was surprised. I wish I knew or, or <clears throat> at the time had asked the mash bill of that smoke wagon because – that was like I, I don't, know. That I don't think they Jewel publish is. it. I don't think they publish their mash bill. It's mm. M- it's all MGP stuff, and he goes and he. Well, Desert Jewel is a is a sought after bottle. Oh yeah, it is for sure. Um, yeah, I think they only like, release one of them a year. Yeah, like that's that's not a just regular smoke wagon. No, not um, at all. And so that was cool that we got to have that. Like, God, do, have we even like <laughs> recapped that recap? Like, well, I mean, it's fuck. it's currently published, and we, I mean, I'm sitting there listening to it today just to hear it again, and all the things that we tasted, holy cow! I know, I know. We had so many unicorns, and I didn't even it wasn't even hitting Dude, me until we were. It was a unicorn day. Oh yeah, it, it was unreal. Well, Elmer T. Lee 100, <clears throat> William Larue Weller, um, the Russell 13, that, the William 
Lou Weller was. Yeah, we had, it was really good. And you know what irritates so, me the most about all that is we had so many amazing bourbons, and my my COVID tongue and and nose uh, were not they're not one hundred percent back yet. Well, I was going to say I had sensory overload too, so I feel like I couldn't appreciate sure. all of them. Yeah, I mean that's a problem yeah. too. But God, it, it sucked for me because I could hey. tell there were some really good things there, and some of them just didn't really like. I could tell hot they were take. good, but what's that? Hmm? Hot take. Hot take alert here. What? I don't know that the hot take. hot take alert. Go ahead. I don't know that the Russell's 13. Oh, I liked it a lot. I did. I liked was it. Was I just don't think you're a Russell. All fan. that great for probably what it goes for. Well, you know what he, so Jason kind of said a similar thing. If you've, the Russell's 13 is a great bottle. However, if you've had a lot of Russell's single barrel picks, you've had yeah. similar stuff. Yeah. Because a lot of those single barrel picks are like 10 to 12 years old and they're, you know, picked individually by a person and they're outstanding. So a Russell's 13 pick is, you know, if you fall in line with that palette to begin with, is probably going to be very similar or, you know, right around the same realm as some of those Russell's single barrel picks. Now, Kentucky Spirit, what's the age on those? Or is there? I, I don't know. I mean... Because I know those are all single barrels. They are all single barrels. Um, but, like, even Russell has a single barrel shelfer. Like, yeah. Just like Four the, Roses the has a single label. barrel shelfer, shelfer. But, like, yeah, I, I mean... Or that's the 10-year, never mind. Yeah, but they do have a single barrel shelfer, <clears throat> I believe. Um, but anyway, let, let's move on to number three real quick. We'll go back into the... Uh, we can recap a little bit more of the Jason C. episode. That was, a, that was fun, though. I really had a good time there. A friend of mine from work was saying that he did just listen to that episode. Oh yeah, and uh, just, it's a long. It's two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, he he was saying he really enjoyed you know all of it and everything. Yeah, so. it, I mean, it, to I, be honest, our stick is we just sit around and shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, yeah. and then we talk some bourbon along the way. Like it's on the on the forum I belong to. Uh, I posted about it, and they said that Jason's actually one of their favorite people in the industry to listen to yeah he's got it he's a good he character yeah like he's he's like not a he like doesn't he's sell the only out. one that doesn't sound like pompous bourbon douche yeah well i mean i know a lot of people don't like fred minnick i like fred minnick i because i enjoy his palate and i enjoy his perspective on the bourbons i know a lot of people think he's sold out or whatever but this is that's how he makes his living. That yeah. is his actual living. What do you mean? What do you mean? What, what do people mean by he sold out? Well, because like a lot of times he gets bourbon sent to him for free. Yeah. And so he's sometimes the first person to post a review on anything. And a lot of people th- will say, that, oh, he's just saying that because he's got a relationship with them or something like that. You know, that, that maybe he's not as honest with his are these like the Are these like the losers that are like, oh, they sold out because this is a you know, this is an underground music artist that like decided to have a radio song like, oh, you know, fuck the person that decided to make money off their music. Well, to be fair, if someone claims they're an artist for 20 years and then all of a sudden they change their music just to get on the radio and make some money, you could technically say they sold out. But would you fault them for it? <laughs> well, no. he wouldn't. That's the thing. I mean, no. but but if you're if you're a fan of someone and you followed them their whole career and all of a sudden they changed just for that. Yeah. I mean, can you fault them for it? Maybe not, but can you disagree with the change in genre or whatever? Potentially. Yeah. Um, it's like it's like saying, oh, hey, for 20 years you provided great music that was never on the radio and you didn't really make that much money off of it and now you want to make some fucking money? 
fuck you. It's like, oh, those people are pieces of shit. Listen, uh, trust me, most times... I have a strong feeling about this. Most times when people have an argument about something like that, like a Fred Minnick, it's mostly out of jealousy. Yeah. That this guy's making money and making a living off of just something taste, he enjoys bourbon. too. But you know, t- he's he's tasting bourbon. It's the same thing <clears throat> as you know uh, sports people, for example. You know, they're playing a game for a living. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they're putting in a crap ton of work and hours and stuff, but they're making so much money just playing a game that I think some people feel the need to tear them down. And I think Fred Minnick's no different in the sense that people want to tear them down. I mean, look at the bourbon industry to begin with. Like, what was it, Connecticut, that just put in a law that they used to have a similar system as Ohio where they had a database that was available publicly where you could see where stuff was, avail- was you know, uh, going to the stores. And because they were even putting their allocated stuff in there before it showed up, people were showing up ahead of time oh, and yeah. then they were having confrontations with the actual managers of the stores saying, I know you have Kinda this like here. Kind of like what happened... What happens in Ohio right now? Yeah, yeah. But, but different because Ohio doesn't post their stuff to the website. If if someone finds out mm. about a store, it's because someone let it be known. Like they put up yeah. a sign, like Giant Eagle sometimes put up a sign the night before, um, you know, things like that. Or someone knows someone and then they tell everyone or whatever. Someone in OHLQ said, hey, wink, wink, it's going to be at this store. I don't, I mean, maybe, I don't know that that happens, but sure. I mean, the thing, the thing for me that I think is... Um, that Connecticut, what was happening there is people were having confrontations with the store owners saying, listen, I know you have this here. I'm not leaving until you sell it to me, that type of thing. And they were just being total dicks. And so when you have that kind of stuff happening in the industry, I mean, people getting pissy with a guy who's successful, you know, making a living off of reviews and stuff. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's par for the course. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's stupid because at the end of the day, it's just bourbon. It's just whiskey. It's just, yeah. you know, it's it's a drink that people are drinking. And it's almost like, uh, could you imagine if there was an, an adult version of uh, what were those plush little toys that everyone did? The Beanie Babies? The Beanie Babies? Like beanie Babies? For, for men? Like if there yeah. was a man version of that? Yeah, the Dude, bourbon is the Pokemon for fucking adults. <laughs> yeah, the adult Pokemon or the adult uh, Beanie Baby collectors things. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, the way people are acting, it's bringing out the worst in people. I mean, that's yeah. part of the reason why when we started this podcast, Bourbon Hunters, we were going, waiting in line, doing some things. But now it's almost like, God, I don't even want to be part of that right now. So I don't do it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't. I'll go an hour after they open to see what they had. And, you know, talk to the people and say, hey, what did you guys have today? You know, and then, you know, a lot of times they'll have some stuff still left over that's good. But I'm not going to I'm not going to get that Michter's Toasted Barrel. I'm not going to get that E.H. Taylor Eagle Rare right now because I'm not going to go wait in line. Well, I kind of expressed that in that message to you guys. I, I went to Giant Eagle on Saturday um, and it's just because I couldn't work out. My elbow was hurting and I thought, you know, I'm going to time my weekly grocery shopping with you know, their nine o'clock bourbon release. And I'm just like you, I'm not going to wait in line, but I'll get there at like 10 after nine, see what's left over. And I was really pissed off because they were letting people once they cashed out, get right back in line and purchase more of the same stuff. That doesn't bother me so much just because, and here's, here's my take on that. You're giving everyone who came and showed up a chance to get something instead of letting someone buy two or three of something, you're limiting them to one and then, Hey, go ahead and get back in line. And if no one's here yet, then you know what? That's 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 other people's problem for not getting here on time. Now, let's say that you show up at 2 a.m. and set up a chair and you sit in your chair until they open. 
you can't sit in two chairs, right? Right. So if you show up at nine or eight forty-five and you're the tenth person in line, you're going to get something. You may not get the thing that's you know a box of six, but you're going to get something because they usually get three or four things at each time. Now, if you show up at nine fifteen, and you know now <clears throat> those ten people that were in line went through twice, you know now you're not going to get anything. I I see that argument, but at the same time. How do they stop it? How do they stop that well, from happening? I don't know how Except you for, stop oh, it. Except for, oh, I recognize you. You yeah. just came through here. I mean, they still had the bag in their hand, yeah. like receipt stapled to it and would go back but through again, the line. If they're at least giving everyone a chance to come through and get one thing and then they go back out, and that doesn't bother me as much as, you know, the, the people that get in line at 2 a.m. Or even worse, the ones that get in line at 2 a.m. by just setting down a chair and then go outside and sleep in their car until... 830 and then come back in and expect their spot to still be saved. Yeah. That if I ever saw that, I would take that chair and throw it across the room or, or set it somewhere. I'd go hide it in the bathroom or something and say, you weren't here. That's not you. <laughs> if they weren't flipping it, it wouldn't piss me off as much, but I know everyone's flipping this stuff. I don't know that everyone is, but I think a large majority of the people that are doing yeah. that are, and that's how they justify getting in line at 2am because they can turn around and sell a, $50 bottle for $200. Right. So they just made, now still that's not a lot of money. They sat in line for seven hours and they made $130 or 170 right. bucks or whatever. But like, you know, whatever they're, they're just limiting their own money. I mean, that's, that's their thing. So I've already been drinking number three. I'm sorry. I too. Tyler, I know you what have to get on the note. I actually haven't, you know, dove into this yet. I'm impressed. Yeah, but he hasn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. I get some floral notes on this nose. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I've already had a drink. Well, but I I enjoyed the flavor of this a lot. The there, nose, was a, there was almost like a little floral good, on the nose is spot on there. Yeah. And I when I had a drink of it, I almost had like a little bit of a funk, a good funk, like a an oak funk or something to it. Yeah. And maybe I, there's some oak in there that I'm tasting. It's It's very pleasant. I'm guessing this has some age to it because of that oak leather. Yeah, I, I I definitely get some oak and leather for sure, and it's almost like it's a it's a good you know that good funk that we hear every once in a while about, and it's I like it though. Um, I I do get the floral a little bit on the nose. It's light for me, so I don't know how strong it is for you guys, but it's light for me, and floral usually is anyway for me. But, yeah. Um, but then it's it, there's a sweetness in the front of the tongue that graduates to you know a little bit more of a like you said, like a leathery, oaky kind of finish on the back of the tongue. Um, it's not bitter, but but there's a little bit of a funkiness to it, which I, I'm enjoying. And then the finish isn't it, – it's probably medium to, to low medium. That's what I was going to say. I know you had already um, said these are all barrel strength. I'm very impressed this is a barrel strength. I yeah, would have not guessed it, that. It's a little – and now Tyler may not because <clears throat> he likes to know it's a barrel strength. But at the same time, I, I enjoy this because it is an easy drink for a, a barrel strength. This was like a bottle and bond taste to me. Yeah. Sure, like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe like a 105 or 107 yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I agree. It, it doesn't like taste. Like a 107. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think. Uh, well, you know. Like, it's not a 107. I know it's not. Do you drink a lot of the other 107? Saying, uh, no. Same. But I know this is not it. No, but there are other things that are 107, like uh, Lux yeah. Rose Distillers Collections are 107. Mm-hmm. The Antique uh, Weller is 107. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I guess old Ezra seven's one seventeen, I think. Right. Or one fourteen, maybe. I don't know. I was just saying it tastes right in that range, like a 100 to one hundred seven type of range. 
Is this old granddad one fourteen? Like funk taste to it, like a different. Yeah. I mean, it's again, it's an, another unique. That's a good. That's a good word for it to me because I use that when I can't really describe what I what I'm tasting, but it's got like a, it's like an interesting aftertaste almost yeah. type of thing. <clears throat> All right, do we want to, we want to go into number four here? Yeah, why not? Fuck sure. it. I feel like we've been talking a lot longer than we have. It's only been thirty five minutes. What you got in that mug? Just water. Is that your wife's mug? Yeah, of course. It, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm not here to judge, but is that Carl just sitting there? Yeah, he's been just what all a, up in my shit right now. What a great name for a dog, by the I way. Know, it is I a know. Name. It's like Frank. <laughs> Carl. Carl, you get your ass in here. <laughs> You look at him, he is wanting so much attention right now. That is so funny. Yeah. He's he's fucking <laughs> we get we're, some like we're getting some we're gonna hear like you're gonna go to edit this and you hear <laughs> Well, we heard it for sure. <laughs> uh, what do you guys get on those with this fourth one? I'm not getting much right now. I'm getting now. a little ethanol, but I'm not getting much nose, any sense Ooh, of that's a very muted nose. I'm not, yes, yeah, I'm floral, not picking up. Floral, if anything, you can freaking nose punch this fucking <laughs> glass. Nose punch. And you're not going to get, I think you're not going to get much word, there. Yeah. He's, he's trying to be a little nicer. What, what's the people schnoz say? Uh, the, the schnoz isn't getting much, man. I'm serious. All right, so it's not my COVID nose. I mean, if I, no, I'm getting a little ethanol. There's like, if I take a deep there's breath, like there's definitely ethanol in there. Like, if you really put your nose in there and take like a bigger whiff, I, I get yeah. some ethanol. But all of them might do that. I don't usually do that. Put your nose in that far? Yeah. So, um, the other thing that I get a little bit on is a little bit of like peat. I'm not getting any peat, but that could be my. Was this secretly nose. a scotch? <laughs> Oh, he's going in. Man, Tyler's usually the first, and dude's, Dude, like, I, leading the way. I'm not wasting any time tonight, guys. I'm I'm ready to drink. He's got Trina upstairs waiting. Yep. She's like, make it quick. Clothing optional. <laughs> well, if I make it quick, I shouldn't be drinking bourbon. What'd she say <laughs> when when I was first coming in the house real loud? She's like, I broke the sucker or something like that with she the said vacuum. I was, I was sucking. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> That's She was using the vacuum to use one of those uh, pillow... Uh, sucker outer things mm-hmm. to make them smaller yeah and uh she goes i was sucking in there and, and i was like and me and brett were like hey hey it was great it was I, I like the um i like that i like that mouth feel on this one and <clears throat> i don't know flavor. what to think about this one right now it's almost a muted flavor to me but it's it does have a good mouth feel i'll it, take this over three i think it's oily in the mouth but I don't feel like it's very complex is my It's issue. not complex, no. But that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes just an ice easy drink is is fine. If you're getting some, you know, even if it's muted, some some you know, classic yeah. bourbon flavor, sometimes that's nice to sit down to. There's just I don't know, I'm just not getting a lot out of this. Yeah, I I'm definitely getting more of like a a wood flavor to this like and that's pretty much it i mean it's not a great nose it's not a great flavor profile it doesn't even have a not. good finish either it's just i'm gonna say three for me have you had this before 
I've had all these before, yeah. but I don't remember which one this I, is. I think I'll take four just out of the pure fact of like, it's not as funky as three, but it's, yeah. I think I'm picking three. I think I'm picking three as well. <clears throat> Dude, when, I was going to ask, have you guys already transitioned from the Halloween uh, decorations to? We're mid-transition. Or- so we left them up for this weekend. And yeah. I took all the yard stuff down today. We still have the inside the house stuff up. But, but, but Trina straight- does, like, if, if if I remember, Trina does, like, Halloween and fall are, like, separate. So, or she it's, used it's, like, a combined to. but this, separate. This year it was more of a combined. And we're going to go straight from Halloween to Christmas. That's why we left our Halloween stuff up for an extra a week or so. And um, the reason we're going straight into Christmas, you guys probably, we're, we're just not planning on doing much during yeah. the week of Thanksgiving and stuff. So I'm picking up a help shift at work because black Friday is a holiday for us. So like, I'm just, I'm not doing shit either. Yeah. Um, I, we, we did a lot of inside stuff for Christmas and, but not a lot of outside. So as soon as, I mean, this weekend's not going to be the best, but I still might go outside when it's cold and do put my Christmas lights up. I'll I think probably do some we're, Christmas we lights. usually wait to put our Christmas tree up until after Thanksgiving, but I think we're going to have everything yeah. else up. My so. sister already yeah. started her Christmas trees. She does like seven of them, maybe. Jeez. And, and some seven of them, trees? Yeah. yeah. One, one in every house. Yeah. <laughs> so almost every room gets a tree, and they do a real tree outside on like the porch, like out, you know, in the air, whatever, the I covered do porch. A tree in this room somewhere. You could. And then there's like a tree in the foyer when you walk in. There's a tree in the living room, a tree in the dining room. I can do a thin pencil tree right here. Yeah, like they a, do a tree in the bedroom. There's like a small tree in the bathroom. Um, there's fucking the trees corner. everywhere. Only one real. The rest are all artificial. We do all artificial now. We used to do a real one every year, but it was just a pain in the ass. The fucking pine needles, man. They're everywhere. I still find pine needles in our garage. Yeah. Um, yeah. To this day, like when I do anything out there, when we were building those shelves out there, yeah. I still found pine needles. I'm like, what the hell? You have to water them every day too. Oh, you do. They, and they especially, suck up the especially fucking water near the end. Yeah, because as they start drying out a little bit and they get older, yeah, they they um. And if you don't get a fresh cut right, right. when you get it, then they'll die so fast. No, I used to love oh, yeah. doing that. It was like I put on my fucking Carhartt overalls and go cut my own tree. Yeah, I really love doing that, but it's just. It's a mess to, well, to bring them in the house. It is because when you you inevitably hit some of the door on the way in and just needles go flying everywhere. And on the way out, yes. it's bigger because it's unwrapped and, yes. you, and you just lose so many needles because it's dry by then. And it's just needles everywhere. And it's just like you find them for, for weeks, if mm. not months. It's, I, and I love, I love live Christmas trees. I love do them. too. And they're a fire but risk. They're, but they're a pain in the ass. You ever yeah. set an old Christmas tree on fire, like a real one? Oh, my God. They burn up and nothing. They're oh, fire yeah, they're risks. So and, then, yeah. I bet. and they had lights all around them, which were warm, I'm sure. And they just probably mm-hmm. even make it even more dry and brittle. Yeah. All right. So three and four. I say three. I think I'm I'm going to sample three again. Four I'm going to go three. Four is growing on me because of like some of the leather I'm Actually, getting Actually, I'm an idiot. I'm going four. I was going to say you changed your mind, Tyler. All right. So you're going four. I'm going three. I'm putting a little bit of one back in so I can officially know that I like one the best. Well, so it's one verse two and three verse four. Not. Yeah, but then. But well, we can dude, do an overall you, if we want. Okay. Yeah, just an overall. 
All right. So four is growing on me. Yeah, that last drink I just had a four was a little bit better, but it, I still think I like three better. Yeah, I think so as well. Just and, and I, to be the, fair, I like all of these. One's the best. You think one's the best of all of them? One's the best. Yeah. I might. I might agree with that. See, I liked two better than one. I mean, I'll go back and revisit them. So you liked two better than one. Correct. And I liked one better than two. Tyler liked one better than two. And then I liked three better than four. You liked three better than yes. four. And you liked four better than three, right, Tyler? Yeah. Okay, so we have two votes for one on one versus two. And we have two votes for three on three versus four. All right, so the two brands... I'm going to tell you what the two brands are. You're going to tell me what you think they were. The two brands, we did a weeded and a, and a rye-based bourbon on both. We did Old Elk and we did Luxco. Hmm. So I think one and two were Luxco, were the, the ryes, which would be Luxco, I'm guessing. Well, they so one and two, one was an old elk, one was a Luxco, and three and four, one was an old elk, one was a Luxco. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I I misread that as like. So we were doing two different brands against each other, two different brands against each other, but they were the same brands between. I thought it was like these two brands I, and these two brands. I think old elk was number one rye. <clears throat> no, I think number one was Luxco uh, rye. Number two was the old don't elk. Don't fuck me, dude. <laughs> so you guys are jackasses. Number one was Rebel weeded Luxco. Number two was wow. Weeded Old Elk, Papa Joe's store pick. The number one Rebel was from Mash and Journey. The three was Old Elk rye-based bourbon. That was their regular, you know, uh, uh, their regular bourbon. And that's straight bourbon whiskey. And that was a bourbon enthusiast pick. Number four was Ezra Brooks Cast Strength from Mash and Journey. So three and four were rye-based bourbons. One and two were weeded base bourbons. Who's who's Mash and Journey? Mash Jason. and Drum, Jason C. Oh, I thought he was uh, Mash and Drum. I didn't know his show that is Mash his and Drum. His are... bourbon, his barrel pick is Mash and Journey. I think there's a guy that helps him with it, and that's I, I, th- that. I think that's where the journey comes from. But I'm not 100 percent sure. I didn't hear when I he announced sure. it, so I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Um, but anyway, so surprise on any of this? Obviously, his picks were. <clears throat> I mean, the better, in my opinion, the better of the two, right? Then number number one is Mash and Journey, right? Yep. And number four is Mash and Journey. And those were the two yeah, you picked, so I, right? So I was with yeah. you on the the wheats and I was with you on the rye. Yeah. So you picked yeah. you picked his on all on both of them. I picked yeah. one and I picked one old elk. So. That surprises me because he likes oily, heavy mouthfeels, yeah. and I do too. So I'm surprised I didn't pick his picks both times. Yeah. I didn't think the last one. Well, no, I, that's true. The The last one did have an oily mouthfeel, but I just didn't think it was super complex. Yeah. Now, no, it's, it's for, for an old, uh, an old Ezra seven. That's, that was as like mute as could be. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was. I agree with that. So he told me on his show and I wanted to do this next. Uh, not on his show, but on one of my posts, he told me to mix half and half the Rebel and the Ezra. So I want you guys to do your best mixing job here of, of one and four. So I'm going to pour a little bit of four into my glass. Well, hell, I have a little bit of each one left over. Right, what that's what I mean, say? but I'm going to try to make it even. 
He said try to do a fifty fifty of of the I mean these are pretty of one and four. Damn near perfect right now. How would you rate mine there? Are they pretty good? From this angle, yeah. Okay. So you pour a fifty percent one, fifty percent four into one glass. And then you're gonna want those to mingle a little bit. Usually you want to give them a second to kind of mingle together, yeah. but we don't really have that kind of time. It's not very good podcast uh, audio. So what's going on with you, Brad? Anything, oh. anything new? Um, God, nothing worth talking about. I mean, nothing worth <laughs> like, well, no, I mean, no, I know. just work, boring work shit. Right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say that online. Never mind. Um, we'll talk about that later. Your girlfriend gave you anal finally. Yeah, she did. It was great. <laughs> she pegged me very good. <laughs> She gave you in. That's great. Oh, Tyler, anything uh, new besides what we already talked about? No, not really. Just, I guess just getting ready for the holidays. Um, I'm super, super pumped about our That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. I'm so excited about yeah, that. I'm, I'm so excited about it. Um, what, what stuff do you have up your sleeve for it? I'm nothing's set in stone yet. I'm working on it. We'll see. I'm not 100 yeah. sure. There's a couple things I'm working on. Um, if they come, they come. If they don't, they don't. I'm not worried about it. But what a, we'll make one of the things way. I was I was going to ask about in the in the sense of you know um, what's his name from Bourbon Enthusiast mentioned about how they could possibly do the Mictor stuff. Is there any way to like? I'm going to reach, reach out, out to them and find say, out and say, "Hey, we're a podcast. You know, we have this many followers. Blah blah blah. We'll see. I'm I'm, I'm going to try that. We already do have an appointment there, like to go do their tasting, but yeah. they're not doing tours or that special uh, bottle fill thing. So, gotcha. But we are doing a tasting. I mean, that's like uh, Mictors is like probably my number one right now. Yeah, and I, I mean, we have a tasting there. I, that was one of the first ones I was yeah. able to get secured, so I'm pretty happy about that. But yeah, that's the only thing I'm not uh, I'm not sure on is I was going to see if hey, you know, can we do this? Um, so we're doing the discovery tour, is what it's what it's called, and it's uh, I can't remember the exact um, details of what it is, but it's the, it's called the discovery tour. Okay, so we'll have to look it up. Um, yeah. But I, it might Do, even be a it might even be a tour and a tasting. I don't know, but they just aren't doing that bottle fill thing that they normally do. That's all. Yeah. COVID. Are we? Um, do we have any dinner plans? Either um, place, or is that open to? That's open to the group. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not making that decision for everybody. We'll we'll decide. We're staying in Bardstown the first night. We're staying in Louisville the second night. And we have, so Louisville is where we wanted to do that cool speakeasy that yeah. we didn't get to do last time, right? Yep. Do they serve food there? I don't know, but there's a lot of food right near there. There's so so much. so much good food. There's Merle's Whiskey Kitchen. There's the Repeal place that we went that I went to with Trina and, and James, and then there's also um, the Old Crow or something like that, or Doc Crows. That place is really good, and they do a lot of uh, barbecue type stuff too. Doc Crows, um, yeah. And then there's there's just a whole bunch of stuff right there, like in a it, two block um, in a two block radius. It's just tons of stuff. If it 
if it could be set up this is good by the way i take a drink uh, the blend the repeal would be a cool place to stop yeah we don't have yeah. the pool that james we, has man so i don't know that we, we, I know, we definitely I know, wouldn't I know, get that treatment that was that was nuts that was nuts. I know. And we talked about that for like my birthday. I was like, well, I don't know if I want that. But the, the, And I mean, the problem I have with that place, I love it. Their food's amazing. If you want any bourbon, it is so expensive. Mm. Like, I mean, I sure. think the cheapest one I could do was the old Forester 150. That one time I went and sent you guys the menu prices. Yeah. And then they have stuff that's rare that's not even on the menu that's behind <clears throat> the hostess stand that is just ridiculous. Like... And it's that stuff's expensive. Like you're talking two hundred dollars for an ounce. I oh, mean, yeah. or or more. Yeah. And none of us. Are, none of us are going to do that. For I'm an not. Ounce. I mean. Yeah. What was the one fifty? I think it was cheap. It was like thirty bucks or something. I was actually surprised. <laughs> cheap, relatively speaking, to yeah. everything on the menu, you know. And it was something I'd never had before. So I was like, well, thirty bucks is reasonable for something I've never had before. So that's why I did it. I mean, at that so, prohibition yeah. place in Powell, I paid twenty five dollars for the Michter's ten year. I mean, I mean, that's reasonable for a 10-year. For a 10-year mixers. All right, so let's go ahead and nose this. I know you already had a sip of this, but let's nose this now that it's had a chance to mingle a little bit or blend or whatever you want to call it. I like that nose. So this would be, in my opinion, similar to like a four grain, you know? Like you're, you're doing the rye, you're doing the wheat, you're doing the, the barley and the, and the corn. I don't know what's coming through on this. It's. Do you remember the four grain <clears throat> that tasted like Sprite that he brought us that time? I'm uh, getting it was a seven, seven gate or something or four gate or something. I think it was four gate. Yeah, seven gate. I was thinking of Blue Note Seventeen. Um, it was four gate. Yeah. This has a nose that reminds me of that for some reason. I don't know what it is, but it was like that little bit of like lemon lime. Yeah. And that's what, what this nose reminds me of for some odd reason. What do you get, Tyler? And the nose? Well, just all around nose, palate, all of it. I mean, the nose is great. Like, it's a mixture of both there. The palate's fantastic, too, because it's like, you know, the complexity. What's of number one with a little bit more of the wood slash pea uh, on four? So I really like it. Yeah, I agree. So, any of you guys Dexter fans? I did not watch no. that series, no. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Neither yeah, one of you? I did not. And the new one just started last night. <clears throat> I remember it being super popular. Um, oh, it's such a good show. I mean, not that, you know, it's almost like saying, oh, he's the nice drug dealer, but he's a serial killer, mm-hmm. but he, he has a code. So, he was adopted by this guy, a police officer, and uh, after, like, coming upon him as a kid at a murder scene or something, he adopts him and um, he raises him. And as he raises him, he realizes he's going to be, he's got all the signs of a serial killer mm-hmm. type of thing. So he, he trains him on a moral code. That's like, look, if you're going to kill people, <laughs> kill these types of people, you know, like bad guys, basically rapists, drug dealers, stuff like that. Killers, you know, other it's killers, like a modern whatever. day Jack the Ripper. But he's but he's like doing it for the right reasons, if yeah. if that's a thing. I mean, so he's like a serial killer you kind of root for, you yeah. know. And the show was really good at making you feel really like anxious, like oh my god, like he's, he's going to get caught. Yeah, um, yes. And, and he was a blood spatter expert at a, at the Miami uh, Police Department. 
So like he was right there in the mix and that's how he knew who he was going to go <clears throat> kill and stuff. Cause he'd find okay. a, he'd find a, you know, a, a person or a person of interest, if you will, that was like up to something and they were, you know, uh, investigating and then he'd just make that guy disappear. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, there were a lot of times when like other police officers would, you know, kind of start to maybe think something was up, you know? And, uh, they would kind of be onto him and he'd have to like somehow divert their attention to something else or something like that. It was, it's a really cool show. So it ended in 2013. And so now this is supposed to be 10 years later and, okay. uh, he's relocated in, a you know, another, another place, upstate New York or something like that. And so now it's, I don't know what it's going to be. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. So Trina and I are probably going to watch that tonight. So I really enjoyed. I had recently watched Game of Thrones, the whole thing, like start to finish. Did you like that? I really liked it. I've, I did. I ever tell you, like, I watched the first two seasons, or I was in the middle of the second season, and my DVR died. And HBO Max wasn't really a thing yet. It yeah. kind of was, but you had to do it on like your iPad or iPhone. And then I did have Time Warner, so they did have on demand, but it was just a pain in the ass to like do. Well, it stored it locally to that device that had like a hard right. drive in it. It and did. So you always had to be like conscious of what was in your hard drive and shit. Right. And <clears> so when, now when that like died, I was just like, ah, screw it. Yeah. It was like too much work to go find it and and get it to play every time. Like you'd have to go into the search and then find the. And a lot of times the on demand versions of stuff, as opposed to the ones you recorded on your DVR, would they'd throw in commercials or mm, stupid that stuff and you're just like. And that's just, that just, I don't know. That's yeah. just too much work for me. But I will get back to it. I want to see Game of Thrones because I really was enjoying what I saw. And I heard it only got even more. Like, it gets better for sure. The first couple of seasons are a little, I don't want to say slow, but they're definitely plot building. And you're wondering like where it's going to go and everything else. Right. But yeah, I, I enjoyed what I did see of that. And I do like all those things like, you know, The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed all those. I like Lord so of the Rings. I kind of... Lord, Lord of the Rings is my top-the-line... What do you... What, what you like fantasy. Sci-fi? It's not... It's more fantasy. Fantasy. Fiction. Fantasy? Yeah. 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 They call That's it fantasy. Over, over Star Wars, over Star Trek. Yeah. Like over so all let me it, ask you this. Lord of the Rings is... For Lord of the Rings, the trilogy... Did you guys ever watch the extended editions? And if so, did you prefer the extended editions or the regular <clears throat> theatrical ones? I watched the I extended editions. Um, it's just, they're long. They are. It's very long. Like you can't, it could have been. The theatrical ones, you could sit down for a day and watch all three. The yeah. extended editions, it would probably take you almost a day and a half. Yeah, they're long and just. They're like three hours versus like 215 or something. And like sometimes that. like the story deviates a little bit. Yeah. Almost. And you're like, why the fuck were they? Because it's almost like they made the extended editions to be super, super um, loyal to the book. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. the, the theatrical editions to just kind of save time. Like, yeah. hey, look, there's stuff that we're skipping in the book, but we only have this much time. Right. <laughs> um, but I, it was just amazing. Like, in a, what I love about it is when those were coming out, there were a lot of um, really cool behind the scenes things that came out to show how they did some of the things they did because he didn't use a lot of CGI. Well, that's what I was say. CGI wasn't um, very big. Oh, then it that was, was big because you had all the Star Wars <clears throat> uh, <throat> prequels that came out during that time that were so heavily, you know, uh, CGI. That was early that, 2000s, I think. Yeah, and they were so heavily CGI that people kind of were just turned off just by that. Yeah. And what I loved about um, the Peter Jackson, the Lord of the Rings things, is he didn't use a lot of CGI. He did a lot of 
you know, film tricks. Like there were pers- angles and perspectives, yeah, perspective yeah. tricks that he did with Gandalf when he was standing next to the hobbits and stuff mm-hmm. where they would look like they were right beside each other, but they're really maybe 10 feet apart. And, you know, Gandalf standing right next to the camera. So he looks like a freaking giant compared yeah. to them. But the way the angle looks, they actually look like they're right beside each other. And they, if you saw the way they did the, um, when they're riding in the, uh, horse and buggy together, he's, mm-hmm. he's right beside, uh, what's the, uh, not Bilbo, but, uh, um, shit. Uh, the, the grandson from, Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. It's yeah. Whatever his name is. Um, so he's, he's next to him in, they look like they're sitting right beside each other, but they're not. And he did, he made the cart he built it to a certain perspective as well to make it look like, so instead of it that much smaller. Yeah. So like this end of the cart was small, this end of the cart was big, but it was long so that when he sat at the end of it, it looked like he was, you know, dwarfed by the edge of it. And then, you know, perspective. Yeah. Like those those, tricks that they do. And it was those things to even think about them, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, we need to do this. I don't want to use CGI. How can we solve this problem? I just thought that was just so cool seeing all those things. And then when you watch the movie, even if you know it happened, you're like, you can't tell. Yeah. But then when you see pictures from the wrong angle, because you know, they're not using that perspective, it, it like dispels everything. You're like, Oh my God, that's crazy. You know? And it's, it, I don't know. That stuff was just really neat to me. It's like all those old eighties movies where like they'll have a plane crash and it's like a little model of a plane <laughs> and it's zoomed in it's real like close airplane. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like crashing into trees and shit. And Tyler liked airplane. Tyler loved airplane. My favorite part was listening Dude. to Tyler laugh. He'd giggle at the, yes. at the movie is he, cause yeah. he'd never seen it. It's amazing. It is amazing. And it's funny because I take it for granted. I've seen it so many times yeah. that I don't even think about how funny it is anymore because I know all the parts and scenes, but then hearing him laugh like a freaking little kid, that was just, I think just as fun as watching. The oh movie. yeah. There's airplane too. Also, we should, yeah, we should terrible. do a, another comedy night. Slash from the pearl, pearl takeout. <laughs> yes. What did we do? We did. Did we do we Uber all got Eats burgers, or something? Yeah. Yeah. We did, but we also got a, uh, what did we buy? Oh, we got the tater tots, right? As a, as a starter kind of thing for us. And we shared them. Maybe. Maybe. I can't remember that part. God, that, that was, that was fun. That was a fun night. By the way, I, I think as much as it's, it's not really like Columbus, but it is like, I think I am going to take my buddy to Pearl as far as like, Oh, so Hey, Speaking of the pearl, how is your job of getting us? Oh, yeah, in that's there what I was just going? thinking of. How's recording? that working out? Never, never got a response. Did you ever ask? Never got a response. <laughs> yes, uh, I, don't know. I did. Did so, you ask the one in downtown was, or the the one down the downtown, downtown okay. not the Dublin? I didn't reach out to the Dublin GM. Sounds like I need so, to get on this one. Probably. <laughs> uh, probably. I love how he gives me shit about stuff. Yeah. And the one thing he had to do. <laughs> I know I know my strengths and, <laughs> and many that's weaknesses. Not <laughs> that's funny. All right. So what so like if you had to rate all of these bourbons, including this, oh, man. this one four blend, what would you do in, in order of all of them? I know they're kind of separate categories, but what would you do? I would I would go blend one. So you the blend pops up to number one for you? Yep, uh, the regular one is number one for me. Then I'll probably go um, four, 
two, and three. So you say blend, then one, four, two, three. Um, oh, geez. While he's thinking that over, that is blend of half uh, Mash and Journey cask strength Ezra Brooks and half Mash and Journey cask strength Rebel. So that's his number one. And then his number two is Mash and Journey Rebel. Then his number three is Mash and Journey Ezra Brooks cask strength. And then you said two, three. So his number, then it was weeded bourbon from Papa Joe's Liquors, Old Elk, and then regular bourbon, uh, rye bourbon, uh, from Bourbon Enthusiast, Old Elk. So that's his order. See, I really liked number two. I did. Um, I feel like I'm... So when we ask who does number two work for, it's, it's Brett. Me. Yes. I feel like I'm... God, this is hard to remember. Two, one, blend, three, four... Two, one, blend, three, three four. four. Okay, so you're saying Old Elk weeded, then Rebel weeded, cast strength. God, what's with me and these fucking weeders? Then three. Well, the best part about this is you were just saying, yeah, I haven't been into weed as much lately. Yeah. And then I, now you're- I don't, wheat, I don't. Your wheat flag is flowing. At home, I don't drink a lot of weeder. And then your three <clears throat> was the blend, then Old Elk, and then cast strength. Yeah. Uh, Ezra. Yeah. Mine would be blend first. So that's my one. My two would probably be the Rebel uh, cask strength. My three would be the Old Elk bourbon enthusiast regular rye bourbon. Then probably my three would be, well, that would be my three. My four would be the Old Elk weeded. And then my my five would be the Ezra uh, uh, Brooks cask strength from Mash and Journey. I, I but I like all of them. So yeah. that's, for different reasons, I like them all, and, and it's always unfair. I feel like to rank these because I like all of them. It, never have we done a blind like this where we're like, "Oh God, this was terrible." I think we might have done that once with uh, Knob Creek. I think there might have been a Knob Creek in there. That oh we, yeah, that Knob Creek was. It was like the Knob Creek Fifteen. I think. Yes. We were throwing it in there with our older bourbons, and uh, I would like to revisit that and see if see it's, if it's opened up a little oxidized. Yeah. Some maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't mind because I because even Jason C said that he said he didn't like that either. And like, was it something I ate that day? Because I wonder right now too. You know, that might have been the Pearl Night. I think it might have been. But I was in a hurry reason. to get here. Like I worked out yeah. late. I was in a hurry to get home and eat a little bit of food and come over. And, well, you, you wouldn't know, have eaten food if that was the pearl night. But to, yeah, I see what you're saying. But, but yeah. like today is today, what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, I was eating some plantain chips on the way over because I was still hungry. And I'm like, was there something in those? I, who knows? Should have had some old forester then. Oh, I know. With the bananas. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tyler, speaking of food, I know you're a foodie. I went to a new place called Sidebar that's in downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know where Pecan Pennies is? Have you seen that before? Nope. It's near the Walrus. If you know where any of that is, I don't think you do from the sounds mm, of no. things. Um, it's like the real downtown. Like people call Short North downtown, but that's not downtown. No, um, I know that's not. But it's like a Latin American bar, um, and it was okay. really good. I got um, they do like a lot of tapas. I think that's how it's pronounced. I don't know tapas. Tapas. Do you know what I'm tapas. talking about? Tapas. Yeah. Yep. Um, they do a lot of stuff like that, and I had got these fried plantains. That were so fucking good. I was telling dude about them. Um, very, very good. And they had a very good old fashioned as well made with bullet bourbon. Um, okay. I went for their happy hour. I'm, I'm a cheapy person like that. I love to hit up you know, happy I, hours. Bullet bourbon would make a good old fashioned. It did. It was very good. Because they're a little bit of a spice to them. And I think there's something about old fashions when they're too sweet to me. 
Agreed. So, like, you couldn't use, like, a weeded bourbon in an old-fashioned. Oh, uh, yeah. Unless it's, like, a cask strength or something yeah. that has a little bit of bite to it. Um, you almost need to have a heavy rye-based bourbon or even a rye <clears> to throat> make throat> an old-fashioned yeah. just to offset that sweetness. Let me tell you, they pour with a heavy hand, too. Oh, I was like, so Trina and I, Trina and I went good. to the, uh, where did we go? Where did we just go for dinner on uh, Saturday? Oh, no, we went to Smith and Walensky to have a salad and a drink. Oh, yeah. And they gave her a uh, dirty martini. You went to where? Smith and Walensky for a salad and a drink. It's Why'd Easton. you go for just a salad? Because we came back and had a whole bunch of chili and stuff left over, so we were just having a salad At and Easton, a drink. At Easton, I'm assuming? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, how was it? I've, I've heard the, the, the Walensky salad is freaking ridiculous and their burrata is freaking ridiculous and all their foods good. I've never had bad. I've I've heard their steaks are the most overrated. They're overpriced. They're overpriced, but they're not overrated. They're good. It's almost like RH rooftop. They're too expensive for what you get. They're good steaks. Don't get me wrong, but they're just not. Eighty dollars. I've never steaks. heard anyone saying like, "Hey, let's go to a steakhouse, Smith Walensky's," except for maybe late. The problem with Smith and Walensky <laughs> is that it's just really. a, the overall experience is really good, but you pay for it. It's it's similar in what you argue about RH Rooftop, but the food is much better. Uh, but Rooftop, you're getting the. Experience. I love how he says like, eh, when he's never been to the, Smith and Walensky. Right. I've been to the both. Ambience. What ambiance? You're looking at freaking Easton. That's not an ambiance. That's turning into the ghetto. There was someone you died at Easton today. literally it's a glass rooftop. Yeah, but you're, it'd be different if you were looking. Like if it was a bridge park like Vazo, cool, because you see the river, you see the trees. You're at Easton. You're at a shopping mall. What ambiance are you getting at a freaking shopping mall? I'm sorry. On, but the ambiance at Smith and Walensky is better than the ambiance at RH Rooftop. Mm. Hands down. Not even close. He's, Easton he's is giving like, me an urn. He hasn't yeah. even been there. It's very touristy. Like people that aren't it's from a, it's Columbus. A, it's a mall. It's an outside shopping mall. Go there. You so know when what you're mean? in RH rooftop, you're to looking where, at Brett? shopping to Easton. Like Easton in general is so touristy. Like when I didn't live in Columbus, we were like, you want to go to Easton? Like that was the thing right. to do. And then when you live in Columbus, I never fucking go to Easton. I wouldn't either. <sighs> But RH rooftop, you're looking at down. You're looking at these. I will. I will go to lot over parking lots and. If you say, "Hey, you have Christmas shopping to do," yes, you can't do it I would agree with you on you're that. You're gonna go to Easton. Yeah, East, it's pretty in the winter. Yeah, I, just, I will give I you that. Here's the thing: I with don't the like lights, Christmas, the Christmas lights. It's beautiful. I don't like malls to begin with. Yeah, they're dying. But Easton, if I had to go to a mall, I would rather go to Easton. I think Bridge Park totally missed the boat on that. Could have been a really cool place to add in some like anchored shops and turn it because the restaurants and bar scene there is outstanding. Yeah, and if they added like I, a, oh my god, I think that's go ahead. I think that's the. I think it's the the inverse. Like, I'm excited that they did not add in the little boots, the shops, because once those go, see you later, buy brick and mortar, we're going online. That's what drives up shopping malls. And I like right, that but that's but these what, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the type of place that I don't think would be uh, tied to that. Like, when Tuttle loses shops, it goes out of business. When a place like that loses shops, another restaurant could open up, a bar could open up, or it might turn into a like it doesn't have to be shops, and they could all be boutique style. They could be a couple anchor stores. I I don't think it's as necessary for a place like Bridge Park to have 
you know, success for all of their, their stores and stuff, like a place like Easton. Easton is all stores with some restaurants. Bridge Park could be all restaurants with some stores. And I think that would be cool. That's the, that's the key. Well, they have the North Market, too. Uh, all right. So I think we've rated all these. I think, what would you say? I know these are all club pick type bourbons or store picks or whatever. Uh, but what would you guys say about all these from a, you know, hunt, pass, buy, you know, a shelf type thing? Um, the old elk I would definitely hunt for. Um, number one was the rebel weeded, mm-hmm. which I feel like I hunt for those when we go to Kentucky, we go to Lux Row, kind yeah. of. So I feel like that's a hunt as well. Well, and for the longest time, everything we did from Lux Co. that was Distiller's Collection or Cash Strength, I think was just a hit every time. And then we've had a couple since yeah. then that like the grass clippings distillers collection from the actual yeah. distillery. That was that terrible. Was and then we've had a bad rebel that was, it wasn't bad. It was the Papa. It was the, um, the one we picked up in Louisville or Lexington. Oh yeah. Uh, liquor barn at the liquor barn that started off. Not very good, but then after a while, it's it opened, opened up. Yeah, it has. Up. I'll give it that. Um, that's that cask strength, but rebel. our original, uh, I guess experiences with those two weren't the greatest. So, um, but anyway, Let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, what would you say, Tyler, on those? Hunt for all these? Hunt for some? Which ones? Um, I I don't know that I would hunt for any of them. Why are you putting so much shelf. emphasis on the H? Hunt. I would hunt. <laughs> hunt. Uh, I'd probably do the um, Madison Journey uh, Old Ezra 7, but besides that, he had it stuck to it. It's bit. not old Ezra 7. It's just Ezra Brooks. Cast strength. Ezra Brooks. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway. Did you I, just roll a booger in your <laughs> fingers? <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> I'm so glad he's not here right now. <laughs> that would be somewhere Slick it on the carpet. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to figure that out where He's going to feed it to Carl. <laughs> here, Carl. Lick my fingers. Um, yeah, I would say I'm glad I have all these, to be honest. Um, I didn't dislike any of them. Would I say that they're all hunts? Probably not. But the, I'd say the two Mash and Journeys and the old, well, I mean, the Mash and Journey Ezra, because I can mix it in with that uh, Rebel, makes that it That was good. The blend was good. I yeah, agree. And then I'd say the, uh, the the Old Elks, I've just, I've always been a fan of the Old Elks. They're always Same. good. So Same. I, I guess I'd hunt them all. But uh, th- my least favorite of all of them is probably the Ezra Brooks. Uh, cast strength, but when you add it in and make it a blend with the with the rebel, it's so good. Yeah, it was just it was bland by itself. Yeah. Was why and, and bland's probably not even just compared to the rest of these because I've had it on days by myself and thought it was good. That's what I was saying, if I had tried it first, I might have a different opinion. Yeah, but I think by the end, the other ones were so complex that that one just didn't. It kind of fell flat. Yeah. So, but I've enjoyed it by itself plenty of evenings. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Um, thanks for joining in. Find us on. Uh, the Instagrams, Tyler, Ty Schaefer, 04, Brett, yep. Paul, Brian, and people schnoz, people's underscore schnoz, people's I believe. Underscore, and it's S C H N A Z. Maisie. I need to make Something. a post on there too. And I then, haven't. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Did you ever post the one I took? No, I need Damn to do it. that. I've been slacking. And then we got dude pool on Instagram and then the bourbon hunters on Instagram. <clears throat> you already found us on yep. the podcast. So if you're listening, just give us a review five stars. If you can, if you give us one star, just rip Tyler apart. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week. See ya. Right, see ya.
Thank you for joining in for yet another episode of The Bourbon Hunters. If you like what you hear, please leave us a good rating on Apple, Podbean, Google, or wherever you are listening. It definitely helps us to get great guests on our show. And follow us on Instagram and the Facebooks to keep up to date with what is in our glass. As always, sit back, grab a pour, kick up your feet, and enjoy some bourbon. Bourbon.